Um, but it's also like it's a waste, you know. Like if you if 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 if, if you're brought up in the wrong in the end the wrong environment, then your talents could go to mm. waste as well. Yeah, yeah. People, you know, people. And I and you see this, and again, you know, it's difficult not to be judgmental, but you see this if you're working with students, for example, um, and you're chatting where, and particularly now, you know, education has been monetized at kind of you know HE level. Mm -hmm. It's kind of well, you know, what I really, are we, are we oh, yeah, we've seen this in kind of recent, recent um, in the UK, recent government adverts as well, um, horrendously. Mm -hmm. So you've got. Um, you have uh, you know students saying, well, you know, what I really wanted to do is uh, I, I wanted to study English, mm -hmm. or I wanted to study philosophy because I thought it was really important. Um, but my parents were like helping to pay for my education, mm -hmm. um, and the fact that I've taken out like a you know gazillion pounds on on, on loan money, um, I've said like, don't be daft. You've got to do you've got to do something that that has immediate practical application. Mm -hmm. So you've got to you've got to train in business studies. Mm -hmm. Um, or you've got to train as a dentist or a medic, something where you can guarantee, um, you know, revenue stream. And in a way, you can't. In a way, you can't really blame them, even though you know. It, yeah. No. Mm. No, you can't. It's, it's, mm. No, you can't. Because you know, you're trying to. I mean, what you're, you know, in a sense. I mean, you know, you're caught, in, you're caught between a rock and a hard place here because, on the one hand, you know, you are wanting to to support your child. Um, in whatever journey they want to take, and you want to be, and to some extent, you might want to be kind of, you know, fairly sort of relaxed and liberal about this, and so mm. you know, be mm. happy because again, the, the Greeks were all about a satisfying and mm. happy mm. life, and we want satisfying and happy lives for our family mm -hmm. members. Um, uh, so, on the one hand, you want to say, yeah, go away and and, and study philosophy. It's fine, you know, enjoy. Mm -hmm. uh, but on the other hand, you're saying, yeah, but what kind of survival to, in in a harsh and desperate world? What kind of survival toolkit does that provide mm -hmm. you with? Are you really going to be able to put food on a table and pay your rent mm -hmm. with a philosophy qualification? I think you can mm -hmm. actually. Well, um, I actually asked my um, my first philosophy teacher. Um, her name was Diane, and um, I think I was, yeah, I was you're talking about going to university, and I said, look, I'm I'm worried. Yeah, I, basically, I'd made my mind up. I wanted to do philosophy. I was doing humanities, whatever. Um, but I kind of said it as well because I was a little bit, you know, concerned. Would I be able to get a job out of the end of this? And then her um, mm. response was, "You might not be able to get a job if you did anything anyway." <laughs> well, that's, I think that's wise yeah. words, actually. And there's, I mean, I don't want to get too too in, into the kind of the, the economics and the kind of the politics of the, of, of the marketplace. Mm. Um, but there is there is a strong argument which I would like, uh, I would certainly endorse. Um, uh, on on training to be having as wide an education as possible in the current milieu because if you overly tool yourself and overly machine yourself to a particular role that role could disappear mm -hmm. um, in a few years time and if that's the role you train for and you have nothing else to you haven't got the kind of flexibility the breadth of engagement to reinvent yourself and to re and, and to use kind of what they call transferable yeah. skills um, then you're stuffed um, and it, and the cynic in me wants to is is, is almost thinking well you know monetized educational systems are wanting to take that route because on you know on the one hand you're training for specific roles in society so immediately your 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 graduates um, get jobs 
because there are there are there are you know, gaps in the market for a particular role. Um, but then, of course, when that role is no longer available, or when that role has been fulfilled and we don't need any more people, then where do they go to retrain? They have to come back to the educational establishments to be re-engineered, um, which means it's another revenue stream. So, you know, education could just start kind of just continually kind of. Uh, yeah, um, um, kind of reinforce itself by just constantly having to refresh people's training. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing this, you know, we're getting a lot of mature students coming back saying, I trained to do this, but I can't progress anymore. So I need to retrain and I need to retrain and I need to retrain. <coughs> and in the meanwhile, you know, uh, educational establishments are, 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 are taking in mm-hmm. revenue. Whereas, I mean, it was a guy called, um, uh, it was a, an Anglo Catholic dude called John Henry Newman. Um, uh, and I've got a lot of time for Newman so, uh, in, in many respects, not nece- I mean, not particularly, not necessarily theology, which I don't know a huge about, about. Um, but uh, he wrote extensively on um, what is a university. He wrote a little book on what is a university because he was he was encouraged. He was tasked to help to set up one of the first universities in Ireland and so on. Um, and he to this day, anybody who's interested in kind of pedagogy and interested in, in, in kind of educational philosophy. Um, uh, he is one of the architects, in my view, mm. and he says, look, education. Um, it's about breadth. Uh, it's about it's about making sure that there's a, a breadth of critical engagement. Uh, so a university education should mean an opportunity to discuss, an opportunity to move across disciplines, an opportunity to kind of generate critical and analytic skills, which you can deploy in a number of different mm. arenas. It's not training you to to do one specific task. Um, and I kind of, I, kind of, I, I always like thought um, so. um, when I was younger, um, when I first heard about university, I always thought it was like a place where you can go and um, you can completely explore um, uh, a subject, mm. not mm. you know, not have it kind of um, you know, you're trained to to you know um, learn all about that subject from beginning to end. No, it's about okay. Mm. Now you're in this comfortable position to be able to do what you like within this subject that you really want to study. If you get what I mean, is mm. it not that anymore? Absolutely. Mm. No, I think it is less and less that these mm. days. I don't want to get into into that because it's not really a topic for our conversations. Mm. But this is where it's mm-hmm. going. But yeah, I mean, it it I for my money, um, university education, well, any kind of education, is 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 equipping you with exploratory tools. Mm. Um, and you get it, you know, you, you start out at university and the university should create uh, an experimental exploratory space for you to, to engage with your particular topic, your particular subject, but it's the tools you use and the nature of the journey that's under, un, that you mm. undertake, which is really the most vital thing. I mean, in a sense, that's the transferable thing. You know, knowledge about Kant is, is very interesting and fascinating and I'm sure you can use it in a number mm. of ways but how you engage with that how you interpret and analyze that how you link that knowledge up with real world situations and how you interrogate the information with other information all those skills those critical skills those communication skills that's that's the thing which gives you breadth of engagement in the world that's the sort of thing that will allow you um, to reinvent yourself for a range of different mm. jobs um, rather than just be kind of well, I'm programmed and I'm trained just to do this, yeah. uh, I, you know, and that's it. Um, but I think universities are moving away from that um, again because it's it's, it's a monetized um, it's a monetized industry, um, and people expect the product. Mm. You know, they expect a kind of a fairly kind of concise product, which will then you can then parlay into into a lifestyle. Yeah, so the you know the perfect platonic society 
is you know moving towards the truth isn't it but mm -hmm. with our society it um that kind of idea of the truth is kind of being replaced with anything that fixed around you know our truth in in our world is the market it's been replaced mm -hmm. isn't it it's like this is the only you know the numbers the these uh this this yeah. kind of um objective thing that's apart from yes it's almost apart from humanity it's like this this kind mm -hmm. of um uh, mechanistic thing is this the thing that we have to latch on so our society is based around that i guess mm. Mm. it's i mean it's <coughs> it's interesting isn't it i mean it's, it reminds me a bit of um um the film metropolis mm -hmm. the 1920s film metropolis mm -hmm. um which again was kind of on this theme because i think where where we tend to find ourselves in in the so-called you know developed um countries um it's less to do with the pro. It's less to do with that kind of Hegelian process of, of of encountering the, the other, encountering something new and different, and then moving on, synthesizing something superior to whatever's happened before. That process of you know, thesis, antithesis, synthesis, um, constantly moving, constantly progressing. I think that that is not how we see. Well, that's not happy. Um, we are more concerned now with maintaining the machine. Mm. Um, I think we're more concerned with maintaining a, in a kind of very static yeah. way um, the way things are. So we've got this machine and we need to service the machine. And we keep, so it's very static. Yeah. Um, we, don't tr we don't trust um, ourselves. And we see this... Yeah. Well, we don't. We don't. We see it at all levels. We see it at enter entertainment levels. You know, we see it kind of politically and economically. It's kind of, well, this works, um, so we'll just keep doing mm. this. Um, you know, we don't want to take the risk of doing anything mm. new. Because novelty is, is is a dangerous thing, and it might it might unstay you know, it might unsettle the machine. So just keep just keep shoveling coal into the machine, even if the machine is beginning to wear down and mm. fall down. Hold it together, hold it together, and you can see a metropolis. You know the machine starting to kind of break, steam coming up, water you know bubbling up everywhere. The mass is rising up. It was you know it's it's a whole thing. Isn't it? um, yeah. So I think maintaining the machine rather rather than it's it's a less organic understanding of the development of of of, of the human world. Mm. Um, and it is you know it's 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 I think it's, it's it's rather a bad thing. And what we're doing is we're training people. We are training people to maintain the machine. Yeah. yeah. So how can we um, to bring it back to the the theme? How can we look then yeah. look at the fam you know, family? And um, mm, um, um, use our kind of ideas, philosophical ideas, to yeah, to project yeah. onto uh, how should be how how should a family be? You know, what's the best yeah. run? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay, mm. okay. Let's run, run with that. I mean, do you? I mean, okay. Well, let's ask the question. I mean, do you feel do you feel adequately equipped to to bring up your children? To, 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 to help promote uh, the Republic? Do you think you're adequately positioned, adequately mm. trained, adequately experienced um, to be able to say, yes, I have got these kids now and I am going to produce the best possible children who will then help to kind of you know, push the, the Republic, push the utopia forward to its next age? Do you feel, or do yeah. you think it would be better if you handed your children over to people who are... You know, you know, some sort of consortium of philosophers uh, 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 who would be better, better placed to do. Well, the job you know, it's a, it's an interesting question, and if you think if you think mm -hmm. about it without, because I mean, obviously, first of all, you, that would never, it would happen. I don't think you no. would ever. Mm. It's like pulling your arm off, you know, giving your arm to somebody. You would never. But let's 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 give it a little bit of you know uh, experimental thought. Yeah. 
there is something to be said. Like you know, it's like the the the, the rich man of means who came. He comes to the poor family and said, "Look, I can take Johnny away there. He's got potential, but I need to take him away, and I can you know he can go to school, and he can and this that and the other, and he can uh, you know uh, fulfil his potential." There's something in there, isn't it? There's something that, as a as a parent, you think, well, I love my children. I don't ever want to part with them. But maybe the best mm. thing for them, you know, there is, and it's it would be unforgivable. <laughs> but you can see. <laughs> well, mm. would it be? I mean, it's it's yeah. I mean, it's but it's not it's not unheard of. I mean, people used to kind of you know um, send their children off to as as apprentices. You mm. know, they have them apprentice to a particular master, and they go and live there. Um, uh, we still send our kids mm. out to, I mean, obviously not during, you know, the pandemic, but I mean, mm. in principle, we send our kids out to school for half the day. You know, we, they spend half of their lives away from us and we ha- and teachers are supposed to be, yeah. you know, traditionally in loco parentis, in the place of the parent. Um, and teachers are the ones who are trained um, because, um, you know, I know we're doing a lot of homeschooling at the moment, but I'm thinking I, you know, I consider myself to be a fairly mm. well-educated man. And I'm sure, you, you know, you consider yourself to be fairly well-educated as well. But I'm not sure I, I, you know, I couldn't home-educate a young person because I have huge amounts of knowledge in some areas and really little amounts of knowledge elsewhere, you know. My it's not like that joke. It's like a joke. Next time I see my, uh, my, my kid's teacher... I say you lied to me. You said it was he was a pleasure to teach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I don't know anything about. I don't know much about geography, and I don't know much. I don't know much about science book. Don't know much about the French I took. <laughs> uh, and I think well, you know, I can't give. I can't give my child. I couldn't give my mm. child a fully rounded. I could. I could be. I would be able to point out the the the, the gaps. So I mm. wouldn't be delusional enough to think. I am giving you everything. I wouldn't be able to say mm. to my a child, you know, um, here is a complete education. Listen to me, I know it all. Uh, mm. I'd be able to say, well, you know, I can help you with this and I can help you with that and I can help you to see the questions. And I could mm. probably even find, um, particularly now we have access to the net and all that, so I could probably find information which my transferable skills would allow me to, to structure into something. But, I mean, I couldn't give you a total education. I mean, that's just outside my purview. Also, you and I, and 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 uh, your partner uh, Sally, are all teachers. Yeah. And one of the main things about teaching, I think, is patience, especially yeah, at like younger ages. Yeah. You've got to have a, a great deal of patience, mm. and um, with all the best will in the world, I can imagine you know lots of different parents not <laughs> not lasting long no, with the amount of no. patience you need. Yeah, yeah, you need the right t- uh, mindset, and, it's, and and again, you say you know we are, we are, we are all teachers. Um, uh, I had a peer. I mean, I've never had. To, I've always taught at, at, at undergraduate and postgraduate level. Um, mm. There was a there was a dark period in my uh, in my career. I don't like to talk about it. Where uh, mm. you know where um, you know I was young. I needed the money. You know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and I, I did some secondary school work. I mean, it wasn't kind of full-on teaching. I know, it wasn't full-on mm. teaching in a secondary school. Uh, mm. I was still working for a university. That's the bear pit, isn't it? Yeah, but, but they would yeah. send me out mm. to, to, to schools. Um, mm. this, this was for a few years, and they sent me out to local schools um, to kind of wave the flag and bang the gong about the importance of education, um, mm. primarily to kind of encourage people to kind of come to university, even though it was going to cost them an arm and a leg. Um, I felt bad about it, actually, because, you know, uh, but um, I did it for the money, uh, and I just remember going to these places. And some of these places I'd, I'd visit more than once. 
and there'd be like a, a series of sessions I'd go there kind of like once a week to kind of uh, and it was just heinous and I was just thinking man I, could, I couldn't do this I mean you have mm. to be a particular kind of teacher with a particular kind of mentality uh, yeah. to teach at secondary school level because it's just it's fraught absolutely yeah. fraught you know you you know you can't be too aloof because if you're too aloof um people won't listen to you You can't be too friendly because then they'll just think you're you're, you know, you're a soft touch or you're trying to be you know one of the lads and they'll just take the piss out of you for, it's mm-hmm. just absolutely you know and that's before you even start teaching a curriculum and i'm yeah. guessing and in primary school is an, an, a, a different flavor again um so i am singularly equipped um uh, to teach children mm-hmm. at, at that point between kind of you know one you know zero to, to to eighteen when they are you know still children really and and need that support, I'm completely inadequate to the task. Um, so hmm. maybe the thing to do is to, is it would have been you know okay we send them out to schools. Maybe the thing to do would be to say okay well we will send you out so, because I mean they get a lot of their <coughs> they get a lot of their socialization and a lot of their um a lot of their their their, their understanding of the world because hmm. from us. Um, so you know half the time with their, their school half the mm. time with us and the half of the time with us mm. what are they picking up from us Danny you know I mean, it's, I mean Plato could Plato mm. would be just with head, head in his hands going oh dear god you know <laughs> this poor kid's watching like you know trashy kind of you know movies they're watching bits of Star Trek and Doctor Who all mm. they can you know all they've picked up from from you you, you Mike is 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 a passion for fried chicken uh, old science fiction mm. and beer and that's yeah. what you've brought to the party here. That's what you've done. You've brought this life into the world, and that's what you've given it. Yeah. It's not good enough, man. You know, stand up and account for yourself here. Uh, mm. I, I, you know, uh, only only my daughter could uh, could um, could account for whether or not that has adequately prepared her for the rigors <laughs> of the world.